With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Episode 106 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by Baseballism.com. I am your host, Christian. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And it's that guy, Ryan. What up? How you guys doing? Little Saturday night podcast. I had a jelly donut that your that your wife brought here. Oh, who brought those here? Your yeah, wife. Christian. Oh, really? You didn't bring them. Oh, really? <clears throat> You're not the one who texted I walked into the donut shop. Okay. I ordered the donuts. Okay. I took okay. my credit card out of my wallet. Okay. Okay. Paid for the donuts. Uh-huh. Then when we got to your house, uh-huh. I pulled the donut. I'm the one that pulled the donuts out of the car and put them on your kitchen counter. So who whose idea was it though? I don't care. Uh-huh. It's a thought that matters. Oh really? So who yeah. did all the legwork? You're the bitch. You have to do the legwork. It's a thought that matters. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just going to get this out of the way here. Chris is in a terrible, terrible mood today. I'm not in a terrible mood. No, he's in a terrible... Ryan, is he in a terrible mood today? He seems I to just be don't like stupid content. I, I just don't like stupid comments that are made. Pointless comments. Oh, here we go. So he's being... He's, again, this is what we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. He's, he's upset. He I'm not upset. upset I don't easily. get triggered. <laughs> you know, but you I am do. the easiest but going person in the entire world. Well, you do. We're trying to be helpful, and he's getting mad. You want to tell everyone what we're doing uh, Thursday? What are we doing Thursday? For opening day. Oh. (laughs) This is is great. By the way, so (laughs) we're recording our, we're videoing our first show. Oh, we have to tell everybody why it was so fun. And so the way we have things set up now, we gave Stack Guy Rye the full control over the main screen we have in front of us here. Because it makes more sense, right? He's supposed to bring up stats for us. Right. And he just pulled up triggered. The definition of triggered, caused by particular action, uh, whatever, man, you're triggered. It says a triggered memory of Chris, <laughs> right there. Anyway, uh, Thursday, are we blacking out? Are we not touching social media? Because we have things to do during the day that are going to take us away from the television because for whatever reason, opening day has to be during the day, during the week, right? Are we going to hide under a rock. Look, I, first of all, I don't want to hear anything from anybody that you're not a real fan if you don't take off of work or you, you stop everything you're doing. It's Thursday at 1 o'clock. I know it's opening day. We're all excited for opening day. But you know what? We're all adults with responsibilities. So sometimes yeah. you can't stop yeah. those responsibilities to watch a baseball game. Right. And would I rather catch an inning in the car, maybe catch a, watch an inning at on the TV, and then do what I have to do? No. I'm going to completely black out 
as soon as uh, Susan Waldman and John Sterling start the pregame show at what would that probably be? Eleven thirty on uh, opening day. Probably start a little early for opening day. As soon as that hits, as soon as and I think yes is probably even starting at eleven, right? Probably yeah. As yeah, soo- it's usually two hours. As soon as coverage of opening day starts, I'm done. I'm I'm off social media. I'm not even going to listen to the radio when I'm in the car. I'm going to listen to, you know, my iPod. Or people don't have. Do people have iPods anymore? No, no one has an iPod. It's just your phone, right? Yeah, no the one has, took it out of existence. iPods are giving given to kids now to feel like they have a cell phone. So you're going to record the game. Yeah, I'm going to DVR the game. Are iPods even made anymore? I probably. Maybe, I don't know. See, now if you are recording the game, you have to make sure you add a little extra time. No, I always go at least in... Two two hours. Two hours? I usually do a two-hour extra. Well, I'm going to do... I got to do the pregame, too. Oh, yeah. So... Listen, you could start the pregame at, at that's the time. That's a little too much for me I already called pre- the... No, you got to do the pregame. And I wouldn't I, watch the I called thing. my cable provider already, and... Got the DVR going. I didn't have a DVR. Didn't I? Don't yeah. need it. If I don't you're watch gonna TV. record, you gotta add. But some now, extra I, time. now the Yankees season's coming. I have to have DVR just in case. You know what? I was gonna make fun of you for it, but to be honest, and I completely thinking about it right now, I never use my DVR anymore. Ever. But if yeah. you need to record a Yankee game, you do. Yeah. See, the only thing I, I DVRs would, were huge when they first came out. No, TiVo was huge. What was I gonna say? I go on hour over when I DVR a giant game. You're saying two hours for the Yankees? Yeah, well, there's time. There's a time limit on football. There's no time limit on baseball, you know? And it's opening day. Oh, there could be oh, more festivities. Be so, yeah. There will be soon. For this so, year, there's no time limit. So, I'm going full blackout starting 11 a.m. on Thursday. All right, so am I, man. I'm I probably won't be Don't home. slip up, bro. Make sure you take No, you your, don't slip up. No, I'll be great. I'll stab someone gonna, if they tell me. Like, make sure your radio's not turned on to 1019. Delete it from your pre uh, program. <clears throat> this is tough. See, the thing is, you're going to be around people on right. Thursday. I'm not going to be around. I'm, everything I have to do is me being by myself. And I'm not even. Gonna, and to be honest with you, I know people are going to rip me for this, and I don't really care. I'm not even wearing when I have to go out to do my stuff on Thursday. I'm not even wearing a Yankee cap because I don't want people approaching me to talk to me about the game. And I'm telling you right now. Not only are you should you not go on social media, you should delete all of your social media apps because sometimes you like subconsciously just check your phone and you'll click Twitter like, oh, what's going on? You don't even realize you're doing it, and then bam, it pops right up. Okay, no, full, I am full blackout with the people I'm full around blackout. that day. I will make a formal announcement that if anyone tells me anything, you might as well call the cops because I will lose it. You're gonna straight up murder somebody? Well, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Now, this is just for opening day. I'm not doing we're not doing full blackouts throughout no. the <clears throat> No. No, because technically I could still watch the game Thursday. Mm-hmm. But there could be distractions where for the first game back you wait this long, you don't want distractions. You want to soak that in. I've done this before when I was in college and I had like I used to skip school on opening day absolutely but there was times that i had to go to class like you couldn't avoid it i had to go and i would black out it was easier back when i was in college you would black out the night before drinking black out drinking so you don't remember and then you just black out the entire day and what was great was my mom knew what i was doing so i'd come home and she'd have hot dogs already made like she tried to simulate that's a loving mom she's great 
she would try to simulate the experience of going to the game. She'd be like, oh, "Here's your hot dog, son." Uh-huh. I'd be like, "You know what? That'll be twelve fifty, son." <laughs> <laughs> would I'm you like, like a water for six dollars, <laughs> son? Six dollars for water? Are uh, you see, kidding me? You see a lot of teams. No, you're right. A lot of teams go into cheaper concession prices, but the Yankees will never do that, right? They went a little cheaper, I think, this past year. No, no. I haven't even bought a beer at Yankee Stadium in like five years. Listen. I've been to a lot of stadiums. I traveled a lot this year. I went to a Diamondbacks game. A, a water there is like a dollar fifty. Yeah, a lot of places now. Even beer is like I two think bucks. I got places. a I got a mixed drink at the game, six bucks. I was like, this is what I pay for a water. Water. Can I get my water? That would be over twenty dollars at Yankee Stadium. Easily. Easily. It's not it's even like a joke. Bucks. Yeah, it's not yeah, a joke. It would be eighteen probably. You get like one of those yard things where it's basically like sugar and alcohol is like twenty it's like probably. This is like what Yankee dollars. Stadium does. They give you whatever you want in just a little bit bigger of a glass to justify why it's so much money. Look right. at the waters. They're bigger. Well, yeah, it's six bucks, but you're in a big water. No, I'm not. I don't need a big water. I just need a few sips. <sighs> There's water fountains. Right. So what are you paying six dollars? If you just need a few sips, why would you even buy a bottle of water then? Because you know the water fountains there. What are you trying to say about the water fountains? Sometimes. No. Sometimes Yankee Stadium cuts the water fountains off. You never experienced that? No, if it's because, a big game, they'll um, shut the water fountains off. You want to know why? Because I'm not cheap. I will pay $6 for water. Yeah, me too. On the line that I'm takes three hours yeah. because they have incompetent workers. Are we going to talk about anything today or no? Uh, yeah, the season starts on Thursday. So when you listen to this on Monday morning, we'll be four short days away from the beginning of the 2019 season. It's, it's finally here. Unless the world ends, we've, we've made it. Are we doing a show on Thursday? Are we doing a show for Thursday? No, I think this could be it. I mean, what's what do we need to do? Okay. This is our season preview show. Okay. I'm down for that. Let's just take the time to relax these next couple of days because now it's now we now we really go to work. Are we going we're going back to two shows a week? Yeah, we're going. Right? Yeah, well, we'll have to plan around the Yankee schedule when they play, you know, a day game or they're off during the week, during the you know, yeah, we we usually try and cover for any new listeners that have that have joined the pod over this past off season. We usually try and cover uh, every series, so weekend series, and then you know a lot of series are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll have a show out Thursday, so on and so forth. Yeah, it'll be good. The off days, you can listen to the pod. You know. Yeah. So I guess the the big news or. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it big news, is that Greg Bird's hurt again. Um, he little got speculation hit. by you today that you think this is the beginning. Well, let's just go through it for people that may not be paying that close <clears throat> attention. On uh, Thursday, Wednesday, I believe, he was in the lineup against Houston, got hit by a pitch on his elbow, and then uh, the Yankees announced on Thursday, I believe, that he had swelling around his elbow on uh, where he got hit by the pitch, right? So they scratched him, whatever. They sent him for x-rays. Later in the day, came back that, um, you know, not they got good news. Basically, it showed nothing. But Boone said, you know, he'll be in the lineup on Saturday. Well, today is Saturday, as we're recording. 8.30 in the morning, the lineup came out. Greg Bird was in the lineup playing first base. Then I turned on the game at 1 o'clock. Guess who's not playing first base? Greg Bird. Greg Bird. Now, obviously, Boone's got to answer questions about it, and Boone's like, you know what, basically paraphrasing here, he's like, um, 
Greg Bird's fine. Greg Bird's fine. I'm just being overly cautious. Now, Boone says that. Uh, now, again, we'll. it's hard to kind of do this in a timeline that we're doing it because Monday morning this call would be for nothing. He could actually play Sunday, and then we're opening the show with something that doesn't even fall speculation. But, you know, it's, it, <clears throat> it is what it is. This is when we're recording, and this is how we're going to do it. Um, Boone says that Bird's playing Sunday. Okay, great. Does anybody really think Boone uh, Bird's playing Sunday? Is this just the beginning of the Yankees trying to soften the blow of Greg Bird not making the team out of spring training because he's hurt again? No, I think he's been too good. No, but he's hurt again. Yeah, but he's fine. Is he? If he's truly hurt, then yeah. Then yeah. But I don't think he is. And he's been too good to just say they're not going to give him this chance and they're going to fake an injury. If he's truly hurt, then yeah, this is this is going to be it. Well, here's why you kind of, I kind of lean towards him maybe being hurt. Is the Yankees acquired? I I don't know. I don't want to butcher his name. I'm going to try to say it correctly. Mike Touchman, Talkman from the Rockies today. He's an outfielder now. They love that, Rockies, huh? Uh, Seriously, yeah. Now, <clears throat> I know you're saying Touchman's an outfielder. Uh, Boone. Um, what the hell am I thinking of? Bird is a first baseman. How do the two correlate? Well, it correlates that uh, Bird or Voigt would have been an extra bat on the bench with Hicks being injured. Right. So now you bring in this guy. Right. And, you know, Boone says that it's likely he could break camp with the team. So that means somebody that you thought previously was going to break camp isn't breaking camp. Now, is that Bird? Is that Voight? Is that even... Sorry, Ryan. Is that even Tyler Wade? What did you just say? I don't know. Didn't Tyler Wade have a little injury that he was dealing with? Yeah, but he was in the lineup today. He played center field uh, okay. today. Okay. I um, I want Bird to win now over Voight. I found something out today. Yeah, what's that? My wife has a thing for Luke Voight. So does mine. Oh boy. Right. What's up with these first basemen? What do you mean? My wife has a thing for first basemen. First, it was Tyler Austin. Mine just has a thing for bald baseball players. He's not bald. Luke Voigt is bald. Luke Voigt is not bald. He's he has not. like a mohawk. Oh, that's type. right. Because he, oh, yeah. Well, she yeah. doesn't know that because I wonder if she's right. Where, he but looks he, bald. He's shaved down where his hat is. He's shaved down where his hat is, yeah. Yeah. Down where his cup is. He's shaved. Why? So you took it there. I did. I'm that kind of guy. We're gonna, we'll leave that one alone. Um, so that's your reason that you want Bird on the ball club because your wife is not attracted to Greg Bird. Very selfish. Would you be attracted to Greg Bird? Huh? Would you be attracted to him? Uh, I don't know. It's I, not getting paid, right? Making a million dollars this year. All right. That's good enough for me. I'd give it up for a million. <laughs> You'd give it up for 50 grand. <laughs> oh, look at those eyebrows. Wow. I don't know, man. Uh, I honestly, how could you sit here... See, look at that picture of Greg Bird smiling. It's like you just got a whiff of a full dirty, like, of your son's diaper. Like, ugh. Like, that's his best smile. Listen. Like, think about that in your wedding pictures right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's not rip Greg Bird, man. Listen. Why not? Listen. What do you do, right? You can't just sit here and say automatically one of them is making it, one of them's not. They're both having good springs. Greg Bird is having a really good spring. I know he's notorious for having good springs and then getting hurt and whatever, but you can't sit here and tell me you're just going to automatically the, send him down. With the Hicks injury, I thought both of them were making a team. Now, he's got this little thing going on with his elbow. Which is and ridiculous. The Yankees, and the Yankees traded for this outfielder, which means that they might have an extra guy for the bench now. So, you don't know. I mean, how bad is this guy's luck with injury? 
if he's truly injured enough to not break camp with this team and be on the IL, come on. Well, that's why when the news came out, that's why when I tweeted, I said, is anybody really surprised? And I wasn't, people came at me and said I was taking a dig at Greg Bird. I wasn't taking a dig at Greg Bird. What I was saying is, with his with his history, anything injury-wise related to him, are you really surprised? No. If you read that Greg Bird stepped off a curb to cross the street and he broke his leg, would you be surprised by no. that? No. It's just his luck. It's just his luck. It's so, sad. It's sad. He's having a good spring. He's having beyond a good spring. So again, I mean, by the time you read, you listen to this pod on Monday morning, this could all be for nothing because Bird could be in the lineup on Sunday. But as we're recording sat- late Saturday night, I mean, like, I just got to speculate that I don't know. Like, it, why is Boone being extra cautious? What is he being extra cautious for? There's still a little swelling there. That's why he was being extra cautious, I think cautious it's, today. It's because of the depth they have. At the position, you know, and they have because a, of how close they are to opening but day. Do you, at this but point. I'm saying, do you trust Greg Bird? You trust? No, him? he totally has to earn our trust as fans at this point. <sighs> not, but, not even, not even saying, do you trust him in in that regard? But do you trust injury wise? Do you trust him that there's really nothing wrong? No, because with him? It, it seems like every time he says he's feeling fine, the Yankees come out somewhere and say, yeah, actually, he was hurt. Like last year, it mm-hmm. from from the things Cashman has said, it sounds like Greg Bird was actually hurt. All year. And that had a big part to do with his miserable season. Well, can we bring up how Dell and Batance is starting this season on the injured list? Man, it's just very, uh, it's very deflating, discouraging, these injuries, because you want to be excited for the season to start, you know? He has a, what do you have, right shoulder inflammation? And again, these injuries might be nothing. It's just a matter of, you want to start the season excited, not worried about injury. Yeah, see, last week when we recorded and Batances and we were talking and I had heard the quote from Batances saying that I hope to be ready for opening day. And then we read that he was a couple weeks behind because it was because of the kid. He missed time because his child was born. And then it turned out a couple of days later. No, he's really hurt. Now, the Yankees might attribute to a little bit to the fact that he was behind and he was trying to catch up and might have led to some inflammation. But... Now you're going to be without Dylan Patances for two weeks. Yeah, I mean, if there's any part of the Yankees that can sustain an injury, it's going to be the, the bullpen. bullpen. But why? You don't want that. No, you don't want it. You know? Especially with two of your starters out. I mean, your bullpen is supposed to be the guys you rely on when you have these spot starters coming up for however long. You know? You need to be relying on these guys from the start. There, these guys, whoever fills in, and I'm sure we'll get to that at some point, whoever is filling in, you're not expecting them to go much past four or five innings. You're going to be dipping into your bullpen a lot for the first month or so. A lot. And now we have Batances down. That's a big blow. Do they have any, do they have a time frame on, on, uh, Dellen? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I really haven't heard much. I mean, I, you know, it's just that all these injuries seem to like, uh, overwhelm the Yankees as soon as uh, some somebody showed up to camp last week. I I tweeted that he wow is, yeah. he is it a mere coincidence? He that let his stank out. He's the dark cloud. I mean, is this he, a mere coincidence? Everyone ha- caught his bronchitis. Uh, <clears throat> I think you guys are onto something. I don't think they have a timeline yet though for Dylan. I was listening to back. the radio 
And they were like, well, breaking news. Ellsbury's going to hold a press conference tomorrow. I thought he was going to retire. I thought he was going to say this is it. Yeah. He's walking away from that money. You're right. Well, I guess that would be dumb. I guess I was just wishful thinking at the time. But what did he announce? That he'll be back and ready to go? I'll be back. Maybe it's just like a... Maybe he should just like lower himself into that vat of boiling metal like in uh, Terminator 2. Maybe he should just disappear. I'll, I'll be back. And then he just don't come back. Here's another one. Clint Frazier. Yeah, he uh, got what? Got sent to AAA. But, I, I mean, mean, that was to be expected. He was yeah, only, we expected it. I mean, that he? Was, he was he was hitting it, what, in the 100s? Yeah, he did he like expect it, though? And not the way he was running his mouth on Twitter. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? We had a good article put out by one of our writers, Beth, and she ripped into Frazier a little bit. And I'm not sitting here and saying that uh, I don't like him or I don't like what he did. But if you're going to run your mouth, even though he didn't do it in a, in a negative way, in my opinion, if you're going to run your mouth and say things that he said, you better come out in spring training and hit 300 at oh, I least. hit 130, so. Right. So he deserves a little a little backlash. I agree. You know, uh, a lot of the fans they uh, they kind of turned on Frazier because, as the uh, as he said, he was making it a goal to uh, take Gardy's job, and, and that uh, should be his goal. Right. But it, it's about how you say it and when you say it. You don't say it before spring training if you're going to come out and and do what he did. Look, this guy could have hit 400 in spring training, and I still think the Yankees would have sent him to AAA. Absolutely, we talked about this. He needs to prove that he can be healthy. For X amount of competitive games. No, not even. Yeah, he just needs regular at-bats. He needs to go get his three, four at-bats a day, five, six days a week. But I think a big part of it is that he dealt. He didn't just deal with like an ankle injury. He dealt with a bad concussion. You need to put him out there in a comp- at a competitive level in everyday games where he's proving something for three to four weeks and make sure that those those symptoms aren't coming back in any way. But... If they're not, and you're having a good spring, and then you oh, speak, start to be get, strong well, in AAA, and then you want to come out and say, my goal is to take over Gardner's job in left field, all the power to you. I agree with that. I knew there was another injury since Jacoby Ellsbury showed up. Florial broke his hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even, t- didn't even talk about that. Was he was going to be about three to six weeks with the, the fracture in his hand. That's not as Ellsbury as needs thought. to stay home. Wasn't it the same uh, wrist he injured last year as well? Uh, is it? I don't know. But he was and having man, he was having a good he was having spring. a good spring too, where they, people were actually talking about yeah, maybe right second straight year he's had right wrist problems. Damn! Last year he was limited to eighty four minor league games because of surgery on his uh, hamate hamate bone hamate. I mean, a lot of the Yankees are having good springs. Yeah, look at that. He was batting three fifty five with a homer and four ribs in. Uh, in spring training wow. when, he, uh, when he hurt himself. So, you know what I noticed the other day? What's that? By the way? What did you notice? Um, Stanton's two home runs, they were flying around the internet. I watched them. He looks good on the inside pitch. He looks like he adjusted. No, well, he, his problem is the pitch that's away from him. Is it though? Yeah, because he can't reach it because of the way he was standing, remember? Play on that sliders outside. Yeah, yeah. But I think one of his biggest problems was that he was trying to take the inside pitch and inside out it all the time. All the time he was trying to punch the ball. He turned on that on that ball the other day. I think he's ready to go. Yeah. And so, Judge, Judge looks smooth. Judge looks really good. 
really good. Wait, what? Francesca said uh, he was talking about how they broke the home run record last year. Yeah. Sanchez, Judge, and Stanton, maybe even one other. They were down 60 home runs cumulative than they were the year before. Well, Sanchez hit what? Uh, 33 went down to 18. Right. Stan went down from 59 to 38. Right. And, and Judge, Judge went down from 52 to, what did he hit last year? Like 27. 27. Yeah, I think it was 27. Imagine if they just, even if they were just 30 back of what they were the year before. This team can be a scary, scary offensive team this year. And I got to, you know, I got to take the fans to task a little bit here. Because Aaron Judge and, and I, even uh, Stan were asked... You know, you you know, you guys broke the home run record this uh this past season, and then you bring up you know how Judge Stanton and Bird uh not Bird Sanchez were down in their home run totals and blah blah blah, and and they're both like, yeah, well we'll we'll blow past that this year, and everybody's like, I should be thinking about winning games and not hitting home runs. That's how they won games. That's how they're gonna win their games. That's how they won games last year. That's how the Yankees are gonna win their games this year. They're going to hit home runs. It was very weird for me to hear Judge on with Francesa this week. Am I am I wrong in saying that? I didn't hear the interviews. But so. but am I wrong in saying that we don't normally hear Judge do, do interviews yeah, like that? No, he doesn't really do interviews. It was very odd for me to hear it, and he talked about something that it sounds so obvious to say, but we've said it a million times. It is so important for this team to win the division. It's like every year... The Yankees have always talked about goals. And the first goal has always been to win the division. Never since his double wild card came out, it's like we just completely skipped over that goal. I think the Yankees have that in mind and that only right now. They need to win this division. And Judge stressed that with Francesa. He said, "This divi- we cannot win the wild card this year. This division needs to be won by the New York Yankees. Yankees have actually played in the most of these wild card games. They've been in... What, four? Three now? 15, 17 in last year. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Who's, and Tanaka pitched in 15? Yeah, against Keuchel. Yeah. Keuchel was brilliant. And then we had Sevy for the last last two, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. They got to win the division. And if they're going to do that by hitting a bunch of home runs again, I'm more than okay with that. What do you think is going to be harder this year? Sorry to cut you off. Uh, saying I-L or spelling Zach Britton with a K instead of an H? I'm going to go with I-L. I-L's going to be can't. I'm not going to do it. I'm telling you right now. I forgot Britton changed his name. I'm not going to do it. Did you see the barbershop commercial? No. There's like their promo for the season. I didn't see it. Chaz Palminteri's in it. No way. Yeah. It's really good. And Zach I saw them. I saw the pictures come out. The Yes Network crew. And Zach Britton was in it. And he said, uh, want because he's sitting in the barber chair, and basically what he said is, why don't you take a little H off, but add a K. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chaz Palminteri's got the buzzard, and he's like, I'm just working on my cutter, and CeCe's like, yeah, so am I. That's great. <laughs> yeah, they put out good commercials. The Adam Adovino one's really funny, too. Check that out if uh, you oh, and saw that. I think really the good. best part was is that either it's either Flaherty or Cone is sitting there drinking a Gatorade, and Meredith's got like PTSD from it, and she's like, oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they do a great job with that. Let's uh, let's focus maybe on winning the division. Why don't you be quiet for a minute? Okay. Yeah. No, it's very important to win the division. You're let's right. Let's focus about that. on winning the division no. and winning a pennant, and then we can go back to all the funny. No, 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 no. You know what? I'm, just because you want to be a jerk now, I want them to not win the top wild card. I want them to win the second wild card so they can go on the on the road. Good, you're a true fan. 
I am. You're a true fan. I'm then. a great fan. It's great. You'll sacrifice me for for your own. I sake. will sacrifice this whole team for your misery. That's great. That's the type of person. That's the kind I of am. person you are. Yep. Yep. Right, Ryan. I agree. Who's easily triggered? Chris. Not me. Not Sounds me like at it. all. So what were we talking about? The home runs? Yeah, I don't know. I cut you off with uh, the Britain. I thing. mean, when you have Didi Gregorius, Aaron Hicks, Miguel Andujar, and Glaber Torres all hitting twenty four or more home runs, I mean, look at all those double digit dingers. Jesus, yeah, I mean, Christ. Christ. we're bottom, looking. At, we're looking at Judge this. was healthy last year. We're looking year? at this last right. What they did last year, they they broke that record, and you wouldn't say that any of these guys had like a like. Uh, uh, what do you, what's the word I'm Monster. For? A monster home run. No, year. right. That's the crazy part. I mean, Stanton, you look at Stanton's numbers, they're phenomenal. But when you compare them to the year before, everyone's like, yeah, you had a down year. You really didn't. I mean, guy had, guy had a phenomenal 100 RBIs. No, uh, Stanton was on with Francesa earlier this week or last week, and Mike asked him about his season, and he was just like, yeah, it was okay. He's like, I got to be better. Yeah, of course. Of course he's going to say that. Look at this. Well, we're looking at, what, the 97? Yeah. Was it the 97? No. I, I thought, thought it was, was I thought it was a 2001. 2001. Oops. I don't know. No, maybe. No, I don't know. Look at those some of those numbers. 30 from Sorrento. Well, scroll down, right? Keep scrolling. 264. Oh, that was yeah. the team. Wow. Huh. huh. Look at that. I was right, huh? Well, I mean, well yeah, King Griffey Jr. had 56 I mean. homers that year. And then you had Sorrento with, with 31. Buner. Jay Buhner. Buhner with 40. Those were the three top guys. And then you mix in Martinez had a decent uh, year there. It wasn't as evenly spread A-Rod, and distributed. A-Rod contributed 23 home runs that year. Wow. Was that his rookie season? Was 97 his rookie year? No, he came up before Jeter, right? Because Jeter was, we all know Jeter was. Oh, yeah, he was 95. 94. Yeah, but 95 was technically his rookie okay, year. Okay, yeah. He only played 17 games so. in 94. And then look, 96, he's runner-up for MVP. All right, nobody cares. No. All right, so <clears throat> let's get back on track here. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, so dingers. dingers. But no, now we got to talk about guys that are trying to not give up dingers, and that's the Yankees' starting rotation, which apparently will... Uh, Apparently, we don't have one right now. Uh, it doesn't look that way. Tanaka will uh, take the ball on opening day. Then um, Very excited for that, by the way. April, uh, no, March 30th, Paxton, that's game two, Paxton will take the ball. Then uh, Hap will take the ball in game three. And now uh, game four, April 1st, Booner came out tonight and said, yeah, maybe Chad Green will start that game. We'll go opener style. Great. I love it. I hate it. I'm a big opener guy. Yeah. Well. Look, can I just talk about Ichiro for a second? Okay. I, I thought Before you was... say this, can I just say yeah, one thing? Go for it. Cut me around. I wouldn't mind the Chad Green thing as much if Batances wasn't hurt. Why are we taking another power arm out of our bullpen? Well, he didn't say he was definitely going to do it. I guess because they have they have depth again. It's a depth thing. But they have depth in guys that they can They could call Tarpley now. Oh, your boy. My it's another boy. one of your yeah, boys. Yeah, my boy that I didn't even know his first name. <laughs> what did Jonathan. you call him? Jonathan, Jonathan Tarpley. They said that, um, Boone said, um, Herman will be the fourth starter. And this is a little, this was a little surprising to me. I don't know how, I don't know how the Yankees can get away with this, number one, by announcing this already, that CC is going to start the season on the active roster, serve a suspension, and then go on the injured list. I don't know how you can do that. I guess there's some type of... Why wouldn't you be able to do that? Because if he's hurt, he should mm-hmm. start the season on the injured list. 
How are they going to let him start the season on the active roster just to serve a suspension? And then... Yeah, I'm surprised by that. You you make a good point. You can leave a guy on your active roster who's injured. Yeah. You don't have to go on the disabled list. But So why not just keep him active as an injured player, let him ride out the five, the five games, and then put him on it the... It just injured. seems like something that Major League Baseball wouldn't be okay with. Like, oh, he's not hurt. We're just going <laughs> to activate, keep him active to serve the suspension. I guess they really don't have any power over that because they can't tell you who's injured and who's not. Who can't tell you that? Major League Baseball. I'm sure they can. I'm sure. Uh, I think it's the team's discretion. Rob Manford can do whatever no, he wants. Rob Manford, you know, he's trying to change the game in any way he possibly can. But anyway, CC's going to start the season on the active roster, service suspension, then go on the injured list. It probably only be another couple weeks after that. Maybe only the 10 days, then I'll be back. In the meantime, Herman's going to take the fourth starter spot, which, based on how he pitched in spring training, I really don't have an issue with. But here's the interesting part. Luizica got sent down to AAA today. Him, who had a 7 ERA. So now you're saying to yourself, all right, Sessa, who pitched to what? A .5? Five e point five three ERA. Also, Sessa, who has to be on this roster, or else he's gone. But here's here's where here's where we're gonna go right now. Sessa, who pitched phenomenally, and I know it's spring training, but pitched phenomenally this year. Still Seventeen innings, point five three ERA. Figure, all right, One he's getting too as well. He's getting the fifth star spot, especially because he's always been the guy that the Yankees go to when we don't want them to. No, Boone comes out and says when CC goes on the DL. But why is it coming up to make the starts? To me, it just feels like the Yankees do things backwards sometimes. Like they baffle you sometimes. That baffles me. Why is the Wiseka not staying in AAA is, and Sessa makes the start? Sessa has always been the guy that we never want to see that the Yankees go to. And now that he's pitching really well, he's not the guy anymore. And look at that nice 1.23 ERA and seven uh, appearances from Tommy Canley. Yeah, very good. Now think and about that one and run was like a was a meatball fastball. Did right you down see the how skinny on, on he looks? Pitch. Yeah, I would not have been able to say that that was. Tommy he's still Keeney. got he's got still got those thick thighs though. He's, he's still got some nice thighs yeah. on him. You got good thighs, but that's ah, dude. This is why you got to stop drinking that Red Bull, bro. I do. I drink way too much, sugar free, bro. But he was drinking five. What was he saying? He was drinking like five, six Red Bulls a day and two cups of coffee. <laughs> Do you think it's because, you know, they have the option of being able to then send Loisica down once CeCe's ready? And then if you have C- uh, Sessa, rather, as the fifth starter, then when CeCe comes back, then you don't have a long reliever for, for maybe a couple days because maybe. he he's, you know, he just pitched the day before or something like that. And maybe I guess maybe early in the season there is a need for the, for the long reliever, but I just thought based on how Sessa pitched, you know he earned it. You know what it is? If they're going to do this opener shit for right now, they're going to piggyback Sessa with Green. Well, yeah, then Sessa would be the guy to come in and pitch two or three innings. Right. To get to I the, think that could yeah, be what right, they Chris. do. Um, but why not just let Sessa take the star? What are we doing with this opener shit? Yeah. I don't like it. I know Ryan's in love with it. Ryan um, wants to. Big, I, listen, I, Ryan wants to marry the opener, but if like. If the Yankees you know, want to mess with it and it works, fine. But. Again, back to my point, why mess with it now when we need as much bullpen as we as we can get because they really only have three out. starters right now. Right. That's why they're gonna do it. Yeah, but my but that goes but you're here's where you just contradicted yourself. They really don't only have three because you can use Sessa for that. And for and then keep Green in the pen when you need him. And I guess what we should also bring up is that this means that uh Gio Gonzalez is not making a team out of spring. 
Oh. And he got roughed up today. He gave up like five runs in two innings. But I mean, the guy hasn't pitched if you know competitively. Yeah. I mean, not I mean not the spring training is like real competitive, but you know mm-hmm. he's been pitching sim games. Yeah, get to your. I want to hear your Ichiro thing. This is honestly could be the greatest stat I've ever heard. Mariners Ichiro Suzuki singled to center in his tenth career at bat, raising his lifetime batting average to three hundred. It never again fell below that. Yeah, wow. I heard that today. You know what? No one cares. I do. Come on, that's awesome. That's a cool stat. He sucks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come on. So, Let me tell you something. He's overrated. Ichiro yeah, Suzuki right. will go down as one of the best hitters in Major League Baseball history. Let's read my lips. He's a bum. Yeah, he was a bum on the Yankees. That was what baseball was all about, though. Him, that whole man, that Japan. was Japan. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, it, I, I mean, if any it, team could do it, it's the Mariners. I mean, does it count that they played two real baseball games already? Let's talk about how how miserable MLB was marketing that game. I didn't even know it was happening. I mean, I did, Same but here, I, didn't, I didn't care. The A's and Mariners. I got a text from someone five o'clock in the morning. That was like that. someone texted me and said, uh, "Does Major League Baseball know that?" their opening day for America's pastime is being played in Japan right now. Does anyone even know this? I had no idea. Again, I did. I had no idea. Because you live under And it's because it's the Mariners. This blackout on Thursday should be easy for you because you don't pay attention to anything during the weekend. I really don't. When the season starts, I do, though. I'm 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 half the man I am in the offseason. Did you guys see the new Tropicana? Yeah, it looks like a dump. Ugh. Colored blue now. Good. Now when they blow it up, you could have a bunch of blue uh, it looks like glass a blue shards. Apparently helps with uh, seeing the baseball because better vision. That, that's going to be what it looks like. Yes, during the during game? games. Oh God! Dude, uh, new new game. It looks lighting. like a club. Yeah, I was going to say why club don't I just Tropicana. Why don't I just take ecstasy and watch baseball? That sounds that actually sounds good. You and that was actually so that, during, that was an actual picture of what it'll look like on during the blackout. Do you want to? You want to take ecstasy? I would rather do something blackout for the blackout. <laughs> if you're gonna blackout, you gotta do something that's gonna make you blackout. I never did ecstasy. Well, that's Me your neither. problem. I've never done ecstasy. That's my problem that I never did drugs before. Yeah. What are drugs? <laughs> drugs. Harper had a bomb dinger today. Uh, now I'm Boomer Sison. Oh, I hate people that smoke weed. Oh, out Dukes. Go, go, gonna get high. <laughs> Shut up, you losers. You really are down on them. That show sucks, by the way. And I'm sure they think we suck. But they they, they are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to produce right. the morning drive time show on WFAN and they legitimately blow. Okay, we're doing this because we're Yankee fans and we are trying to find a creative outlet for our passion. So, you know, they suck. Did I say this show was brought to you by Baseballism.com? You did. Yeah, you did. I don't know why that just came to me right now. You did. I mean, it's the Geo, it's the, it's the Geo, uh, what's his name? Greg Giannotti. It's like the Greg Giannotti four-hour impersonation fest. And the show's nationally syndicated. So you got these people in Idaho watching the goddamn thing. I have no idea who Evan Roberts is. And he's doing a freaking Evan Roberts impersonation. Wait, what do you mean it's nationally syndicated? It's on CBS Sports yeah. Network. No way. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Boomer's like this elitist asshole. It's like, I look down on everybody that smokes pot. You know what, Boomer? Maybe you should have gotten high at Maryland, okay? <laughs> Maybe you should have smoked a doobie, Boomer. Yeah, come on, Boomer. Like, your name your name is Boomer, okay? Yeah. You, you're not you're not a Norse Viking. Like, you're not the real I'll life. Go, I'm, I'm down to smoke a Boomer. 
Like, you're not the real-life Thor, Boomer, okay? You were a mediocre quarterback at best, okay? You play for the friggin' Bengals and Jets. You think I respect anybody whose career highlights include throwing touchdown passes for the Bengals and the Jets? Like, seriously. You might not respect him as an athlete or even as a radio personality, but he does do a lot of good. In the world, no, I'm not. I'm saying the guy raises a lot of money for a lot of great he charities, does. which is I awesome. That. That's what I like about him. But That's he's cool. an elitist douchebag. Oh, maybe he is. No, it's not maybe he is. <laughs> Speaking of baseballism, we had a one of our weekly giveaways for. I was we were giving away two of their flagman caps. The winners who simultaneously tagged each other in it, John Ford. And Jay Booth 2018. That's the guy that shot President Lincoln? I think it is, actually. That's what I was thinking. John Wilkes Booth, no? Mm-hmm. Hey, wow, how do you know that? I'm actually... Like, you're like the I'm, dumbest person in the world. Yeah, but I'm up on my, like, anything history that has a conspiracy behind it, I'm up on it. Wow. This is what I never understood about people that don't do well in history in school. It's history. It doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Like, you read the I book... Agree. It tells you what happened. I don't believe in a lot math. of history, though. And when it happened, yeah, but when you take a test, it's going to ask you who the first president of the United States was. How do you get that question wrong? Abe Lincoln. I don't think you do get it wrong. But don't people don't, people do. I'm saying, people don't do well in history. Like, I talked to my niece, and she's like, Because it's fucking bad. boring. Like, I'm bad at it. She's like, oh, I got an F in history. I was like, I how, do you, get sucked. A, how I do you get an F in history? It's like the war 1812. You want to know why I sucked at history? Because my history teacher was slinging coke in between classes. Who That's was why. that? I'm not going to say her name. Her. I don't know who it is then because I'm not going to say her name. I didn't have a female history teacher. But that's a true story. At our high school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Was slinging yak in between class? Yeah. We took our midterms. She got to me. You know about this, Ryan? Yeah. It's true. She was giving out grades to everyone, giving them out. She was saying, You got this on the midterm, whatever. She gets to me. She goes, Chris, I don't have a grade for you. And in my head, I'm going, That's because I wasn't fucking here. (laughs) I didn't show up. Chris was the best student. Out there. No, but I was the best bullshitter in the world because He's I looked that. her dead in the eye and I said, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, you told me my grade already. I got a 93. Said, oh, that's right. Boom. 93. Didn't even take it. Did you shoot too high on that? Yeah, right. I'm impressed. Mm, that if it was a different teacher it. that was a little bit more there, mm-hmm. I would have went with an 80 or maybe 83, maybe 76. I would have taken. Yeah. But with her, boom, you go right for the A. right for the A. <laughs> That was it. And I got it. Made her cry a few weeks later, but that's good, man. Anyway, this giveaway was uh brought to you by baseballism. I did get a dog. Okay, got the dog. Guess where I bought his collar? Baseballism? Oh yeah. Respect the game collar. You know that t shirt you like? Yeah. They make a collar. Respect the game collar. So if you go to baseballism.com, you can check out that collar or that respect the game shirt, which is phenomenal. Use promo code MIYST. Guess how much you save? 15%. You ding, ding, ding. You fucking got it. Boom. It's a sick collar. I know I know the dog triggered you today, so I wasn't going to bring it up, but you brought it up. You named the dog Seven. Yes. You want to nickname the dog Sevy. I don't want to nickname the dog Sevy. This is where you're wrong. I named him Seven for two reasons. I love Mickey Mantle. And that's as high as you can count to. Right. Okay. I love Mickey Mantle. And you ever see the Seinfeld skit? Yeah. When he's trying to name his kid seven and he's flip George Costanza, me, right? That's what you nicknamed me. He's yeah. flipping out in the car saying that they're naming their kid seven and Susan saying no. And I was like, that's it. That's the name. I'm going to call him Sev. I'm not going to call him seven. Come here, seven. No, 
I'm going to call him Sev. If you named him a name that Sevy, you don't like. Boom. Louis Severino. I feel like now. But you I'm just changed the dog's name from being Mickey Mantle to Louis Severino. First of all, it's not a fucking human. Okay? So I can name it whatever I say and name it go. and call it whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Sev. Come why'd, here, Sev. Why'd you give it a name in the first place? Just say, come here, come here, boy. That's probably what I'm going to do for the most part. All right. I can't whistle like that, but. You have a nice whistle. Thank you. You do have a good whistle. All right, so are you done being? Let's Clean. let's let's get off this now because he's right. triggered. Yeah, obviously. You, you want me to pull up the definition again, Chris? No, I think we're good. <laughs> um, give me give me uh, Troutman's. What the hell is this guy's name? Speaking of Trout, dude, what? A, this is his. Are, are you surprised by that contract that Mike Trout got? Can I say that the 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 outcry of people? Saying that he left way too much money on the table. That's getting an AAV of $36 million. And you know what? That's crazy. I just, I'm so happy that he got that contract. I'm so happy he's the highest. First of all, that was the highest contract, the biggest contract ever in professional sports. And Bryce Harper is no longer the highest paid baseball player in the game. That excites you. Oh, yeah. Well, and... um, in 37 plate appearances last year, uh, Touchman, Tackman, however you say his name, I'm sure we'll, we'll get a lesson from Michael Case soon enough, uh, batted 094 with zero RBIs and zero home runs. So. Sounds good. But his his minor league numbers last year were actually pretty good. I think I saw he batted around three. Our buddy got DFA'd now. Yeah, Chase and Shreve hit the bricks. Peace. You think, uh, you think the Yankees pick him up? That was quick, huh? That was quick. I don't know. Yeah. He pitched all there last year. I mean, they probably got sick and tired of him. Yeah. I thought he did good. He did good for Chase and Shreve. Mm. Didn't the Red Sox pick him up, make him their closer? <laughs> Be better than what they have now. Speaking of their closer, uh, I was reading somewhere along the way. It seems like maybe, and this is crazy now that we're this close to opening day, that um, Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell don't have teams yet, but that... Uh, Kimbrel might wind up with the Brewers because they got a little injury bug in their bullpen. I thought that would have happened already by now. No, this is just something. I don't know. Why would you thought it already ha- would have happened? Because I thought that was being like talked about in what? a sense of like they were close to a deal. No, they were they were talking. I think Kimbrel's still trying to get what he wants. Well, am I wrong in thinking that this year more than at least in? previous recent years that a lot of guys are signing extensions no it's it's i think it's a statement being made by owners because of all this talk that yes. the owners don't pay the players they're starting to now show the respect and loyalty to guys who have performed for them snow got five for 50 uh-huh. uh goldschmidt got Five for one ten. Sale got an obnoxious contract. He got what, like three for one? What he did got he get? Four for one forty-five. I thought it was. was I it thought f- it was five. I, for I thought one, it was one fifty. Uh, we're talking about sale. Yeah, I think it ended with one forty-five. Oh, he got one thirty. I thought he got one ten. Wow. Go to sale here. I'm pretty sure it's four for one five for one forty-five. One forty-five. Uh, you're gonna sign Chris Sale for five years? I thought it was pretty crazy at his age that. Uh, Justin Verlander got two for 66. Here's what I'll say about that. I think it's obnoxious, but he's a guy who has just been there day in and day out, has been their rock, has been has, has shown no signs of aging, even though I expect him to this year. What's the big deal at this point for giving the guy two more years? You know? At Alex that Bergman. money, though? 
I could Bregman. see maybe it, even it, if it was like two Screw for it. fifty, but two for sixty-six. Six and Bregman was another one. He's got one hundred. Six for a hundred. Now, do you think this has anything to do? I this is probably more of a conspiracy on my end. That that these players are gearing up for a player strike in twenty twenty one and they want to secure some money now. Could be. Because a lot of these deals I feel like they're undercutting the the player. I feel like Bregman would should have gotten more than that, and he would have gotten more than that in the open market. I think that it's easy for us to sit here and speculate what these guys would have gotten in the open market, but you also have to understand that there's so many guys not getting anything on the open market right now. Uh-huh. So by the time these guys get there, they're if they're not taking these deals that sound fantastic to them right now, they might have a couple down years or, or whatnot and not get anything in the open market. Desmond, so again, it goes back to the to the famous saying, a bird in the hands were two in the bush. That saying pertains more now to these guys than ever before because they don't know what the hell is going to happen with the way the open market's been for baseball mm-hmm. over the last few years. They don't want even want to see it. All right, so you know what? The Yankees judges how old this year? 26? 26. Let's extend him to age 38. Let's give him 12 for 400 right now. Boom. Let's do it. I just don't see why you have to do it right now. I really don't. Well, he's turning. See, this is the thing with Judge. He's an old man already. He's turning 27. He's turning 27 in a month. My thing is, why, just because all these guys are getting it, why do you have to give him his extension because right now? Because I don't want to piss him off. You're not going to piss Aaron Judge off. And you're gonna get. You're gonna make sure he gets paid. Why do you have to do it right now? I mean, I guess Give the answer to that him is the money. What you said, the owners, you know, trying to show their respect, almost. I don't know. At this point, it's just it's just like a domino effect. Instead of the Rays just gave a uh, extension to somebody that didn't even play in a major league game yet. I don't believe. Yeah, Brandon Law, this guy right here. He hasn't is played this? a game yet. Yeah, he's. He's had some seasoning at the big league level, and he already got an extension. He he hasn't even like um, what do you call it? Hasn't even had met his had rookie, rookie status yet. Season yet? So the Rays are extending him. You can't give Aaron Judge his money. Give the guy his money. Again, to me, it's just so like okay, Judge. Everyone else is getting it. We'll give you yours. So what's yeah. the problem? You hate saying. Aaron Judge. I love Aaron Judge. I hope he gets all the money in the world. He really is the best. And again, now you're going to do it after guys like uh, Machado, Harper, and Trout got that kind of money? You're going to do that right now? So what do you he's think? Not he's going to go any- down next year? He's not getting anywhere near Mike Trout money. So why are you going to sign him after Trout just breaks this crazy record? He's not going to get Trout money. Right, but why do it at this time when that's so fresh in everyone's mind? Pay the man. Did you hear Mookie Betts said that he turned down a big contract extension? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did. Two years that. ago, no? I was Tw- trying to after think After 2016. That. I couldn't figure out the player. Thanks you think for Mookie wants thing. to boogie down to the Bronx? I'd take him. Would you? Oh, you would. I'd take him. Yeah, you, take want Mookie Mookie it? you want to bet on it? You want bets on it? want to make a bet? I'll take a bet on it. Make some I bets. love Mookie Betts. Yeah, me too, man. He's 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 a great cool player. Dude. Would you have him play center field? Absolutely, would. 100%. Why would I not? Well, yeah, because we have Aaron Hicks. I, and I, listen, I love Hicks too, but he's hurt again. How many more times is he going to get hurt this year? All right, let's let's uh, wrap up the show here. What are we running right now? Because you, you took my time. We're right at now. an hour. We're at, we're at about an hour. All right, so let's wrap up the show here. Let's bring it home here. Let's do a couple quick things. Get you ready for the season. These injuries that have hit the Yankees have they at all hampered your expect your ex, not your expectation but your excitement for the season to start? <sighs> I don't think anything can truly hamper 
my excitement for the season. What if Aaron Judge got hit by a bus? Yes, that would definitely uh, do a little more than hampering. Honestly, okay? the fact that it's not making me upset that like and worried about them makes me even more excited about this season. Yeah. Because think about it. Now, you take any other team in baseball, any other team, and you tell them, opening day, you won't have your ace, you won't have your setup, man. What are you going to do? Yeah. And a lot of those teams are going to say, we're going to be in trouble. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's not the case for the Yankees, at least on paper, I'd say. And your center fielder. And your center fielder as well. Yeah. Who just got a big extension. And your center fielder. I am a little discouraged that I can't be fully just like no worry in my mind, no question as to when guys are going to come back for injury before the season even starts. But to say I won't be just as excited for opening day as normal, I was screaming in my house this morning for no reason, just screaming in excitement. You need to go like to see a psychiatric counselor or something? No, no, no. I'm just that excited. I just love baseball. You were screaming for no reason about baseball today? Yeah. Is yesterday actually? Sometimes he gets excited, man. You gotta just let. I him gotta do let thing. it out. I can't. I can't. It does damper it a little bit because you want you want a full healthy squad for for game one, you know. Yeah, but I don't care, bro. Still pumped. Who's our starting center fielder? Uh, that's gonna be Brett Gardner. Gardner, and you're gonna Ooh. throw Stanton out there. So another reason as to why I don't understand why Bird and Voigt can't both be in this lineup. They will be if Bird's uh right. if Bird's wing is uh. Flapping. Flapping. You like the bird analogy there? That was great. I do. How many, who hits the most home runs on this team this year? John Carlo. I'm going Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is going to just, he's going to wreck shit this year. I really think, I, I think, think they're both going to wreck shit, but Aaron I think Judge Aaron is, Judge is going to hit 49 home runs this year. I think Aaron Judge is really going to put a stamp on. Well, the over under for the two of them combined, I believe, is 89 and a half. That is the current over under on John Carlo Stanton, Judge Homers. Oh, that's a tough. I think they can each both hit 45, though. So I would probably take the over on that. That's tough. That is tough, dude. If I'll tell you what. That, that's awesome. I said Torres is going to have an MVP like season where I don't think he'll even be top five voting, but I think he will be in the discussion. I think Aaron Judge can win MVP this year. I think this is his year. I got a question. Who's the biggest disappointment this year? You are. Besides Stack I Rye. Um, Who on the Yankees is going to disappoint us the most? Luke Voigt. I just think that it's going to. I hate to say it, but I think I think a lot of people have a lot of expectations for this guy, and I think it's a fair, fair, very fair to say. Man, I hate to say it. I'm torn between two guys. I think it's either going to be Aaron Hicks or Miguel Andujar. No, I've been watching a lot of spring training baseball, and that swing is yeah, it's there. It's looking good, is it? That swing is there. He that boy can rake. He might be a DH, but he can friggin' rake. He looked a lot better defensively so far this spring, too. Yeah, except for today when he got hit a ball. He he basically like took like 14 steps towards second base before he threw it. All right, so then I'll I'll go with Aaron Hicks. I think he's going to have a big down year. I think he'll stay healthy for the most part, and we'll like to see that after he gets over this injury. But I think he's going to have a down year. I think it, he's going to have a lot of uh, a lot of fans questioning why the Yankees would have signed him to a seven-year deal. More, Sever- more fans that than already are questioning it. Severino is going to have a down year for me this year. Well, then the Yankees aren't going to win the division no, or the think, World Series. I think they're fine even if he does because they'll have guys step up. But I just have a weird feeling he's, he's, like, he's going to disappoint us I don't this year. like the fact that he's already hurt and he's going to miss at least the first month of the I season. I don't like that either, but... Because I think it'll take another... After he comes back, it'll 
will take right. another three weeks for him to even get close to being Luis Severino. So now you're talking about like two months of the year without you haven't had your ace. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, I, in my opinion, it can't be him. It cannot be him who has it down here. No, it can't be him, and offensively, it can't be Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge needs to be an MVP caliber player. I think he's going to. For this team this too, year. Man. He looks very good. I think he could win it. I really do. I don't think a Yankee will ever win MVP. <laughs> it's not. I just don't. It's not even funny because you know what? Right. You know what? You I, have a bet, I have a lifetime bet with Christian that if a Yankee wins MVP before one of us dies, I have to give Christian 20 bucks. Well, you better give me that nice, will, crisp Andrew Jackson ready. I will. I hope I do have to give it to you, but I just don't see a Yankee ever winning MVP in Might my lifetime. Happen. You want to know why? Because Aaron Judge will strike you out in 200 times. Yeah, so. exactly. They'll find a reason. He'll hit 290, hit 50 home runs, driving 120 runs. He'll have an he'll have an OB on base percentage near 400. His uh, his 50. Yeah, it'll be like 450. His on base plus will be plus 20. You know, his on base plus slugging will be over a thousand. But because he struck out 200 times, and the little engine that could Jose Altuve hit, you know, he struck out 90 times. We're gonna give it to him again, please. Give, give, give it a rest, huh? I agree. Oh, he struck out 200 times. The guy hit 52 friggin' home runs. Fuck and he them. Was, and he was hurt half the season. Fuck them. Really? Yeah. Okay. You want to kick it to our sponsor, and then we'll wrap up. Well, before we kick it to our sponsor, why don't you why don't you listen to the ad? Why don't you listen to the ad for the sponsor? But while you do that, why don't you shift away to and leave this podcast a nice five fat five star rating? Just leave Man, it. Man, we always forget to do that. Just in the leave beginning. it. Just do I'll it. I'll leave a note on the screen for next episode. Okay. Deal. I like this. I like having the screen here for us. Good, good setup here, Chris. Just do it. Leave five. Leave a five star rating. It's not yeah. that hard. It's just a, it's just a couple just clicks do away. It. Click, boom. Just yeah. say that now. You see Chris's ugly face. Just be like, I'm only. I'm give. Just be, even 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 if your rating was like, I'm leaving five stars because I feel how bad. I feel so bad for Chris's wife that she has to wake up next to that every day. I don't think Chris will mind. I wouldn't mind. I'll I'll I would sacrifice my own dignity for this show. And the show appreciates it. I know. All right, let's kick it to the sponsor. Hey, have you heard about baseballism? A premium lifestyle apparel brand focusing on the class, tradition, and history of baseball. You can find everything from accessories such as phone cases and watches to your next favorite baseball tee. Whether you're a player or just a fan of the game, Baseballism has something for everyone. They also have multiple stores, including one in Cooperstown, home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Hop online to Baseballism.com and check out all they have to offer. Just be sure to use promo code NYYST at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Baseballism, a brand built for love of the game. All right, now we're going to just quickly wrap up here, episode 106 of the NYYST podcast. You know, uh, I, I can't put into words right now what we're sitting on here. It's just, it's a culmination of a long, cold winter that we're here at the precipice of, I know technically the Major League Baseball season has started, but nobody cares, right? 
we're finally here. The Yankee season is about to begin. All the hope and optimism of finally bringing the 28th world title to the Bronx is here. 28th, you said? Yeah. You Okay. It How blend, many World Series did the Yankees won? No, blended. It sounded like you said 20th. No, I said 28th. Okay, I got you. He said 20th. We're here now. We can start to look forward to it. Real quick, before we wrap up, if there's one thing that will happen this year that will keep the Yankees from winning the World Series, what will it be? What Ryan just expected could happen, and that's Luis Severino having a down year. You're pinning the whole hope of this season on I've Luis Severino. I said it from the beginning, and I will stick with it until I, it, I'm proven wrong. This season lives and dies on the shoulder of Luis Severino, not just for himself, but for this entire rotation to blend and be successful the way they are built to be successful. It all starts with Luis Severino being an ace. And I think that stays true through the entire season when he gets back into the postseason, into the World Series. And if he can do that, this team could truly be unstoppable. Mm -hmm. But if he can't, the only way my statement is wrong is if guys like Paxton and Hap and... Tanaka and CeCe, they stay healthy, they stay consistent, and and someone else steps up as a true dominant force. And I don't know if that can happen. I I don't know. The easy answer is because they're riddled with injuries all year. But if if you try to think about it, I guess you would have to say the reason they're bad this year, if they are, is that Gary Sanchez maybe even regresses this year and does even worse than he did last year. I don't know if there is a regression. I know. Uh, the guys that stepped up and contributed last year have... Uh, Ryan will get this reference. If Gary Sanchez regresses, it'll turn into like a what happened to some of those Avenger characters after yeah. Thanos snapped. That's, that, when they disappear. That, that is what will happen if Gary Sanchez regresses, because that's how bad he was you last know, if year. If Glaber has a down year, if Andujar has a bad year. That that's the only way. If the guys that were the key pieces last year come out this year and are not the same player that we saw them to be last season, then that's when this team will be in trouble. Because I mean, dude, they added some great pieces, but they're only. But let me be ask you this: If those guys remain, let me ask you this: If Severino stays Luis Severino that he was in the beginning of the year throughout the entire season, do the Yankees win this division? I think they do. And then if he's just as dominant throughout the postseason, do they not win a pennant? Well, there's a lot of other factors that will have to play into that. Because even if he's an A number one, they got to do certain things offensively. They need to do certain things offensively to ensure that they win the division and the uh, the pennant. But But here's the thing: he just Ryan just talked about the depth on this team. There's one thing that you cannot replace. And it's the guy that you have deemed as your ace. You don't just have depth in your an ace. Think about how rare a true ace is throughout baseball. There's how many teams in baseball? Thirty. How many true aces can you name? Five. Probably like yeah, six or seven. Right. There's no depth when it comes to an ace. This team is built. This pitching is built on Luis Severino. And I agree with that. But even if he is the ace, Sevy. This team still needs to do certain things offensively. And they will. To me, and I agree with you about Seve, and I even agree with you about Gary Sanchez, to me, this season is all about Aaron Judge. If Aaron Judge 
is healthy, and Aaron Judge is an MVP-type player where he's playing at the level of the top two or three player in Major League Baseball, this offense will not be stopped because you noticed last year how when he got hurt, this offense wasn't the same team. This this lineup was not as deep as it was. And I know Didi went missed time, and Sanchez was missing time, and, and even you know for a while there, Stan got hurt. This is not the same team if Aaron Judge is not healthy and not a monster. This it's is true. this this season, twenty nineteen is about number ninety nine. I mean, look at last year at, at And you know what? Sorry to cut you off, Fry. If that's the case, man, I'm feeling pretty good. Because I think he is going to light shit up. Light it up. This was August sixth of last year when Judge was in the middle of that injury bug. The Yankees have lost 15 of 22 games without Aaron Judge in the starting lineup since the start of last year. So I guess uh, 2017 included. Yeah. So what? Well, uh, that's what a f- uh, five and whatever record, only winning seven games, seven and 15 record without him. So you're right, Christian. That's a great point, man. Yeah, he's going to be very, very important. Which I mean, you know. You expect that that to be the case. He sets everything up, yeah. batting number two. And I know there's been people on Twitter uh, yelling that he should bat third. This is his spot. Number two is a great spot You know for what? Him. I used to be so against it. I like it. And I was against it too at we first. We but I like it. I like it because, number one, he sees a ton of pitches. They joke about it all the time. Just start to count 3-2. He's 3-2 every at-bat. He really is. He, he sees really a ton is, of pitches. Dude. He's a If he's not smashing the ball somewhere, he walks. And look... I know it's difficult to do. So now you got a tired pitcher facing Miguel Andujar, a tired pitcher facing John Carl Stanton, Gary Sanchez. You just had a battle with Aaron Judge. That was the key and last look, year. I know it's difficult to do if you've look if you're a diehard fan, you've watched every game. I'm not taking any credibility away from you, but if you're someone who who knows the game, has been a hitter in your lifetime, go back and look at Judge. Every single year over the last three years, look at his swing right oh, it's now. Stark, the look difference. Look at his swing right now. It's Tony Stark compared to even last year. Yeah, this swing is flawless right now. That's why he's hitting so many home there, runs. There yeah, it's was, like he's cutting the fluff. He of has his evolved. Stance. There was a there was an at bat in a spring training game where there was a pitch upstairs. Not that it was kind of up, but not really because it's him and he's like nine feet tall. Right. That if he wanted to, he could have turned on that ball and hit it nine miles. But in his, what he wanted to do at that time was hit a single up the middle and drive in the Yeah, run. you know what? He's becoming a hitter right now. And you noticed that. At least I did. I noticed it going back to last season where he wasn't trying to murder everything and get mm-hmm. on base and get and get and it goes hits. and a and then that says a lot for why he had such a big uh, postseason again. He, he said it, I, again, I'll reference back to his interview with Francesa. He said that his biggest goal has always been to not just be labeled as one thing in baseball. He wants to be an overall great player. He has improved in his defense where you can honestly say he's one of the best right fielders in the game right now. Criminally underrated. I've used Absolutely. that term numerous times. Okay. He's now adjusted himself and his swing to not just be this guy who goes up and and hits fifty home runs, but that's strikes averaging out an RBI times. a game in spring training. Right, it's now. unbelievable. I, I know it's spring training, but that's ridiculous. Listen, that is what he's doing right now to be just a better overall hitter will translate into more home runs, more walks, and less strikeouts. He is going to have a monster twenty nineteen if he sticks to this. His money. You know what? Pay Fuck him. it. Pay him. 
Yeah, pay, All right. pay, pay him. him. Pay him, pay him. All right, pay him. Go to nyysportstalk.com. Check out our new articles. Lots of new content being churned out daily. Should definitely check that out. Uh, follow us on Twitter at NYYSportsTalk. Check out our sponsors at Baseballism.com. Ryan, I'm using your full name now. Wow. Because I want you, this is the last show before the start of the season. I want you to say it from the bottom of your belly. Okay? All right? You know what we're going to do right now. I want you to say it from the bottom of your belly, right. Stat Guy Rye. Right. Ready? Ready. Okay? Stat Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Chris. Say goodbye. Peace.